time, or rather the awareness of lost time. And time's finiteness makes us conscious of the many hurdles one has to jump over, stumble through, or accept defeat before. One of the many hurdles, speaking for myself, is my gender. I identify as female, the gender assigned to me at birth based on anatomy. I've heard it in the past. I hear it now and however optimistic I be about gender equality, I know I'm likely to hear it in the future too. That it is the role of a lady to hide her sufferings. So, if I speak about my sufferings, which I'm about to do any moment now, will I be ungendered? Or would I still be a woman? Maybe yes, a woman. One quite unladylike, I suppose. There is something not quite all right with the terminology lady. Would you agree? I'll try and explain. Oh, hang on. While we are on the topic, let me just have a quick look at the word's proper definition. In the copy of this Oxford English Dictionary, right here before me. La L L here, it says, a polite or formal way of referring to a woman. All right. Oh, here's another definition. A woman of good social position, a courteous, decorous or genteel woman. So there you go. This sums up the social expectation. Such a woman hides her sufferings. When one does not, one is no more a lady. I have spoken about my sufferings in the previous podcasts, Guilt and Time, so I already am disqualified from ladyhood. I cannot contest. Therefore, treading on that path, the unladylike path, that is. Let us continue with the gender topic at hand. Now, what is life as a female is very well summed up by the poet Letitia Pilkington. She speaks with profundity about this in her poem, The Wish by a Young Lady. I ask not wit, nor beauty do I crave nor wealth, nor pompous titles wish to have. But since tis doomed through all degrees of life, whether a daughter, sister, or a wife, that females should the stronger males obey, and yield implicit to their lordly sway. Since this, I say, is every woman's fate, give me a mind to suit my slavish state. 
The poet Pilkington died in 1750, aged 40. Today, in the year 2021, this poem still rings true and very, very relevant. However, what is strange to me is that when we, I'm not only referring to women here, any gender, so when we, at least some of us, have the privilege to dodge the slavish state that Pilkington refers to in her poem, why do most of us still knowingly jump through the fire hoop? In a way, we are witnessing and falling prey to a society damaged by conditioning, which further vulgarize barbaric traditions by romanticizing the slavish state of women. The poem's relevance even after two centuries makes us worry about the state of affairs of gender in the world. I've met women of letters yearning to serve a man and be looked after by a man to even find financial security in a man and at the same time talk about women and independence and equality. We settle. A lot of us settle even when we know that it is not what we want. But many of us settle, thinking this is the best we can get as a woman. Yes, as a woman, that clause gets attached to most things. While this is rather disturbing, I'm afraid on this occasion, I'll have to leave you with this, a rather obstinate problem than a solution. We shall get together again soon and take it from here. Solution or no solution, forward is our only way. The text of this poem is available online for free and the title is mentioned in the description. So, thank you and look after yourself.